the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's Wednesday, October the 18th, 2023, in the year of our Lord. On October 18th, 1867, the United States took formal possession of Alaska from Russia. We bought Alaska from Russia. We paid $7.2 million. Today in 1648, pretty good buy, I would say. Today in 1648, Boston shoemakers were authorized to form a guild to protect their interests, becoming the first American labor organization, at least the first one on record. Today in 1892, the first long-distance telephone line between New York and Chicago was officially opened. Today in 1898, the American flag was raised in Puerto Rico shortly before Spain formally relinquished control of the island to the United States. Today in 1954, Texas Instruments unveiled the Regency TR1. That was the first commercially produced transistor radio. Today in 1969, the federal government banned artificial sweeteners known as cyclamates because of the evidence that they cause cancer in rats. Today in 2010, four men snared in an FBI sting were convicted of plotting to blow up New York City synagogues and shoot down military planes. And today in 2018, President Donald Trump threatened to close the U.S. border with Mexico if the Mexican authorities could not stop a caravan of migrants making their way from Central America. Mexico authorities found a way to stop the caravan. We need someone in office other than what we have, to stop the caravan. America is being overrun by illegal aliens. We have no idea who these millions of people are. They're simply pouring into America from all over the world. Our Border Patrol does the best they can do under the circumstances. But there is no leadership that has any sense of commitment to the sovereignty of this nation. Sovereignty of nations is a biblical perspective. It's a biblical teaching. It's not just a good idea. And we have abandoned any sense of national sovereignty under this leadership. It's pathetic. It's sad. It's destructive. And it continues. They're pouring in here by the hundreds of thousands of people. And we have no idea who they are, or even in many cases, where they're from. They just meld into the culture. They could be terrorists here, planted for a certain time to rise up and do whatever evil they want to do, whatever it is. And yet people say, well, you know, we need to be good to the stranger That's not what the Bible teaches at all, not in that context. 
We need help. We need leadership in America. Today on October 18th, 1971, Bill Gaither and his wife Gloria, they, um, they released what has become a very popular hymn. In fact, it's in a number of hymn books in America. Because he lives, because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. You know the song. We all know the song. It was originally released by the couple, Bill and Gloria Gaither, in 1971. The song traces its origins, though, back to the 1960s, when the couple was expecting their third child. They were worried about bringing a child into an unstable world. This was... (laughs) This was a long time ago, but the world has been stable for a long time. In fact, since Adam and Eve had their conversation with the serpent, there has been an instability, and it's a growing instability. But the couple said that Bill and Gloria said they were expecting their third child. They were worried about bringing the child into an unstable world. And Gloria says, but when Benji that's their son, was uh, was born, and the nurse laid the little guy in our arms. It was an aha moment of sorts. We came to realize that we didn't get married, make a home, have babies, and go about our lives because the world is stable. Gloria said, when, as it has been, when has it ever been stable? She said, we live our lives with confidence because the resurrection is true. We held our son and said, we can do this. We can raise this child in this unstable world because of the power of life. Life wins. And because our Lord is alive, we can trust him with our future. Honestly, Gloria says, we kind of wrote this song for ourselves. But it's ended up blessing millions and millions of people. Some years ago, I got a call from Gloria. I was involved in the music industry, Christian music industry. Got a call from Gloria, and we had a good chat on the phone, and she asked me if I would help their son, Benji, the son that they were so worried about bringing into the unstable world. She said he'd made a record, and he didn't know how to get it out into the um, marketplace. I wondered, I thought, man, what can I do for them if Bill and Gloria can't get their own son's record out? In, but as it turned out, they wanted someone outside the family to help out. And I was able to do that, and we did launch his record. He's a good kid, a good guy. But um, he had some problems growing up, as many do, growing up in the limelight, growing up with a famous mother and father and so on. But he got himself pulled together and got right with God and carried on. It's interesting how the storyline of each of our lives and our families play out over the years. And um, Bill and Gloria, uh, Bill and Gloria Gaither, afraid to bring in a child into the world because it was so unstable back in the 1960s. What would they think and what do they think now? I haven't spoken to them for quite a long time, but Gloria and I had quite a bit of contact then. She's a wonderful person, and um, I came to respect her and have a great deal of of uh, affection for her. She's just a nice person. She is as she appears to be. Loves the Lord, serves the Lord, 
and they put out a lot of music. I remember my mother in her later years, just the last few years before she passed away, she uh, she got all those videotapes that uh, the Gaithers have made, you know, with all the other Vestal Goodman and all those people. Many of them have passed away now. But anyway, Gaither has put out those those videos for for years, and they were on tape at that time. And um, my mother was would play them and play them. And I asked Gloria one day, my mother's birthday was coming up, and I asked Gloria if she would do a little, make it just a recording on a tape and send it to me, and wishing my mother a happy birthday by name and and so on. And and um, so she said sure, and and she did, and. Um, she talked as though she knew my mom and she, she Gloria is very conversational and she'd never met her, but she talked as though she had, and she told her how much she wished that wished a happy birthday for her and that God, you know, was great. And she said some things that were very encouraging and one thing, or another man, my mother got that, that, that tape. And as her, um, cognizance kind of declined in her later years, she held that tape and she could she could quote when she couldn't remember you know where the front door of her house was she could quote what gloria said to her on that tape personally and so it had a great impact on her and she she would actually carry that little remember those little cassette tapes that we used to have she would carry that thing around and and uh, keep it close to her kind of right by her bible in her later years so that was a that was a great experience anyway Got this message from a couple that has supported us for a very long time, r- shortly after we started this radio program, about what's it been, 10, 11 years ago now. They said verses with a check. This verse says, Let us therefore come boldly into the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Hebrews 4.16 that's our verse today for all of us. I accept that. I believe you do too. It is the word of the Lord. Interestingly enough, world leaders, journalists, activists, they've been driving a lie around the world overnight. They helped fuel anti-American riots around the Middle East Tuesday evening by spreading the false claim by the Palestinian terror group Hamas that an Israeli airstrike killed 500 Palestinian uh, civilians at a hospital in Gaza. You heard the story. I'm sure it was all over the news. Everybody in the news world went for it because they wanted to. Breitbart News reporter Francis Martel began following this and looking into it and asking questions and prying and digging and looking over the fence, as they say. He reported that mobs attacked U.S. United Nations, U.S. United Nations, Israeli embassies throughout the region, throughout the Middle East. In Jordan, a mob flooded the streets of the capital, Amman, and attempted to force their way into the Israeli embassy compound. Police responded with tear gas, reportedly managed to subdue the crowd. In Beirut, the capital of Lebanon, protesters surrounded the embassies of the United States and France attempting but failing to storm them. Protesters who targeted the headquarters of a United Nations Middle East program in the in the capital video, a video published by the 
local outlets showed the area outside the United Nations building was on fire, was burning. In Turkey, mobs of angry Muslim men convened in both the capital, uh, Ankara, and the largest city, Istanbul, as well as several other mid-sized communities in the country. The secularist newspaper reported that a mob formed outside the Israeli consulate in Istanbul, blocking traffic, threatening the building. Major squares in the city were flooded with mostly male protesters waving Palestinian flags and chanting anti-Israel slogans. What, What brought this about? Well, mobs took to the streets in Tunisia, Morocco, Yemen, Iraq, and of course, of course, Iran. They're the government that supports Hamas. What was triggering all this? Well, we should know, and we heard it a million times in the news overnight. Israel shot a rocket into a children's hospital, killing 500 babies in Gaza. The problem with that is that overnight facts begin to come to the surface. And the facts show, undeniably now, that the rocket was actually launched by the Palestinian Islamic Jihad, the PIJ terror group. They had misfired and landed in the hospital parking lot causing much fewer casualties and doing little damage to the hospital itself. But it blew up the parking lot. How many times did you hear about this hospital? How many times did you see people in the United States on the news denouncing? How could Israel do this? They were then drawn and equating Israel to Hamas, because Hamas murdered Israelis, it's well documented, the bodies are, the blood is still on the streets of of Israel. But these people, these people were saying, see, Israel's just like the Hamas, because they, they shot a rocket into a hospital, except we now know they didn't. In the first reports from the Hamas terrorist group, media organizations operating under its jurisdiction, they were saying that the airstrike, that an Israeli airstrike hit the Baptist Hospital in Gaza City, killing 500 people in a deliberate attack on the Christian hospital. News agencies picked that up all over the world, and they repeated it. They didn't even check it out. Getty Images published a map showing where the Israeli attack took place. It was... They were breathless as they reported on this, sucking for air, getting the news out. Israel is evil. Yes, we know Hamas killed a lot of people in Israel, but Israel is evil. They bombed a hospital. Now evidence has emerged from Israel. They put out actual photographs, but independent, even hostile media have now said, well, it's not as we reported. But there's no retraction. There's certainly no apologies. They just move on to the next story. That's the world we live in. That's what Gloria Gaither was talking about all those years ago. That's the world we live in now. 
It was a Palestinian terrorist rocket, uh, terrorist group's rocket that went awry. I mean, they lost control of it. And it didn't go where it was supposed to. It blew up the parking lot. Video, radar, maps, media coverage of the impact site, and an intercepted call between two Hamas operatives show that a Palestinian group's rocket launched near the hospital, misfired, and hit the parking lot, causing a fire and some casualties. That's what happened. You will not hear that correction on your news today. I can promise you, because that's not the way the news operates. It's unfortunate, but that's the world we live in. Deception. The Bible says, be not deceived. God is not mocked. Be not deceived. Be informed, not misled. That's what this program is about. We try to keep you informed on what's happening try to cut through the noise and cut through the biased news, the multi-billion dollar organizations that put out news. Sometimes they know it's not true. Often they don't because they don't look into it. Perhaps they don't want to know. They just want to publish those stories. Consequences are something that we don't like to talk about much in our contemporary lives today in our culture. In fact, Robert Louis Stevenson once wrote, everybody, sooner or later, sits down to a banquet of consequences. Well, he was right. But we tend to disbelieve him. We live in a day when many, even Christians, don't want to believe in consequences. Well, we live under grace. Well, we do. But there are consequences to what we do. No one has given us a better lesson on consequences in recent days than none other than Mickey Mouse, Disneyland, Disney, Disney Corporation. I want to talk to you a little bit about what Disney's doing, but not not just from an entertainment point of view, from a biblical point of view. Oh, they don't know that they're probably experiencing some of the consequences of bad decisions they've made, but they know there's consequences. They do know they're going through a very difficult time. Once once the best friends of families across America and the world, Disney has now become a byword. It's scoffed at. They're laughed at in the economic and the business community. A place parents are choosing not to take their kids, a place the world is walking away from for various reasons. It isn't all moral, but they're walking away, including content. They just don't want to see it, or they're not attracted to it. But there is a vast group of people, often categorized as evangelicals, but just good moral people who are saying, you know, I've had enough of Disney. I'm not going to go to their park. I, I just don't want to. I'm not, I don't want to boycott them. I'm just not going. I don't think about them anymore. That's happening on a wide scale. And there are those Christians who are saying, you know, I, I'm i not going to support that. They just don't do it. Mom and dad have turned off the Disney Channel, causing the company to lose over 4 million subscribers in a single quarter. That's a lot, even for a big company. Their recent movies have bombed at the box office over the last, through the summer and into the fall now. I mean, there's been 
news reports on that, not enhanced news, but just mentions. Most of their movies have bombed and they've spent a great deal of money producing them. Two of them, I think it was one or two, I think it was two uh, were exceptions. They were successful, one of them very successful. But after their woke agenda nearly broke the company, Disney announced their latest, greatest idea this past week. And that's what I wanted to talk to you about just for a couple of minutes today. They're teaming up with the Chinese Communist Party-controlled TikTok now. They're desperate. That's what happens when we make a series of bad choices and then we start to reap the consequences. We get panicky. And we begin to do things we would have never done before. China owned TikTok, and it is. It's controlled. The company that owns TikTok is controlled by the Communist Chinese Communist Party. There's not, that's not even d- denied. But TikTok has landed a huge deal with Disney, which will serve as the publishing partner for the video platform's premium ad product. TikTok will reportedly offer Disney a place within the Chinese app where Disney fans can watch videos from Disney's brands. They can create their own Disney music. They can have special effects. They can play Disney-themed trivia games and collect character cards of their favorite players. This according to a report by TechCrunch. It's an industry, a tech industry uh, journal. The Walt Disney Company celebrated its 100th anniversary in part by declaring its decision to begin working with the Chinese app. Now, this Chinese app said this new content hub, the Chinese guys are saying, it's the first of its kind, and it's designed it, 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 it's designed to create this Disney, where Disney will go beyond TikTok's Premier Pulse program, and it includes special accommodations, they say, whatever those may be, for Disney. It's interesting because in recent days, Mickey, poor little Mickey Mouse, he and Walt built the company. He's been in de- in despair. There's a picture with a big Netflix label and uh, shows Mickey with his head down walking off stage. He's in despair. The headline of that read it was in the in the in an industry journal, not the the regular news, but the headline of that group with Mickey with his head down and in despair said the Walt Disney company is losing the streaming war to Netflix. It is ready to retreat. That's a big deal because they put millions, billions into it. The industry journal says while the Disney plus streaming service launched with much fanfare offering nearly the entire Disney catalog, it has increasingly floundered. I would say when you go woke, you may go broke. And I think that's what's happening to Disney. Industry pundits, along with Bloomberg and others, they were saying as last week, lately as last week, that regarding the streaming business, they said, but right now it looks like the house of mouse is ready to sell what it can to whom it can to get out of a market it's already losing. Inside the Magic is a journal uh, out of Hollywood. It reported in July, quote, after months of losses in movie theaters and continuously escalating war from Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, 
The Walt Disney Company has just suffered a huge defeat at the hands of one of its biggest multimedia rivals. That would be Netflix. Having lost the rights to India's streaming, that's 1.4 billion people who love cricket. Cricket is the most popular game in, in, in India. Disney is apparently now turning to China for its salvation, Hollywood says. Asad Ayaz, the chief brand officer for the Walt Disney Company, he said TikTok has become a go-to destination for Disney fans to create, engage, and connect around their favorite Disney films, shows, characters, experiences. So we're thrilled to partner with them as we celebrate the 100th anniversary of the company. Do you remember back not so long ago, Disney made the public decision to begin to push the LGBTQIA plus whatever agenda. Remember Disney corporate president Carrie Burke? I mentioned that. I talked about it on this program. She said back then, just a few months ago, she said that she would like to see at least 50% of Disney's characters in the future identify as LGBTQ or whatever, or of a racial minority. She is proud, proud family, louder and prouder producer and director. This Latoya uh, Raveno is on record. She's a producer for Disney, saying, quote, Our leadership has been so welcoming to my not-at-all-secret gay agenda. I don't have to be afraid to, like, let's have these two characters kiss in the background. I was just, whenever I could, just basically adding queerness to our projects, meaning video programs and movies and so on. No one will stop me, and no one was trying to stop me. All of this has led to a outrage among many Disney fans, myself included. It's offensive that they would do this that they would bust a company that was created for families. There's nothing that the left won't do to advance their agenda. The left always, the mark, the, the cultural Marxist, always believe that the end of whatever it is that they're trying to do is so noble that any means is right and acceptable company named Dining Disney says critics claim Disney has gone woke and have even accused Disney of pandering and and or grooming children. Even Florida politicians have gotten involved calling for fans to boycott it. Could this be partly to blame for the massive Disney subscriber loss, they say? They go on to say it, it probably is. You know, to whom much is given, much is required. And that isn't just spiritually. That's a life principle. America and beyond gave Walt Disney their heart. They gave Walt Disney their children. We trusted him. And as it turned out, he was trustworthy. But now his family members who control that company pretty much and others have taken what was good and they have used it for evil. Walt Disney's successors have broken the hearts of the people. I don't think the people seem to be getting over the heartbreak very well or very quickly. 
Be not deceived. God is not mocked. What we sow, we reap. I believe Disney is reaping what they have sown. Thank you so much for being with me today. I'll see you tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.